Miss Donna Summer. Today is non nineteen nineteen. I saw that when I was writing something earlier, and I was like, "Oh, it's almost all nines." Yeah. Um, this is this is cue to Mike. Uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is Doctor Renee Norris Jones, not a medical doctor, but a um, a doctoral PhD kind of doctor. Um, so we're kind of getting some control straight a little bit. Um, um, anyway, so yeah, this is cue the mic. Um, and I am sitting in here with um, my cue the micers. Hey, this is Fox. And the next to me again this week we have... This is Kat. Hey, Kat, we need you right up on that non-profit non community sounds. radio. There you go. And this is Griffin. My pronouns are they, them. Why do I always forget wow, the pronouns? I usually not the one that forgets. I know. <laughs> it's so, all right. So I, just, I just do it because, I mean, it's a force of habit. I do right. it so That's that people know. Yeah, there you go. Um, so this is Dr. Renee Norris-Jones, and I am she, her, and Dr. Fox. Fox is is she her, dude. Cat <laughs> is she her. Okay, yeah, I think I rock with the dude too. I like it. Me too. Um, Do you go by the doctor, Renee? Um, actually, the only people that call me doctor are my students and my grandson, who's three. So Wait, we really? Like get insinuating Doctor Who, doc- possibly. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, my son's a big Doctor Who fan. Um, I I was. I'm. Dismally behind. Yeah, I didn't even know that it was current series. I watched one episode. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> like old or something, and I asked him something about, it and he gave me a whole, um, in a five hundred page essay about what it is via text message. It's very hard to explain. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, because I think it was something about the gender of the the new doctor yeah. who's a woman, yeah. and yeah, right, we talked about right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Sorry. Um, <laughs> That was the other person in the room. They have pronouns also. They're called the hiccup. Um, <laughs> I only hiccup once. If you're wondering why, there's no more. Okay, okay. Because I had a, I have, really I have a remedy. That's for that. a, yeah, that's a you, you hiccup once. Sometimes I either I have no in between. I either hiccup once and it sounds like a mouse uh, is yelling, and uh, or I hiccup for so long at such ferocity that I almost throw up. There's no in-between. It's not oh. great. <laughs> so here, here's what you do. You put your finger, you wet your finger, you put in some sugar, you rub the sugar so on the roof of your mouth. Yeah. The doctor told me that. I had a doctor works. tell me that, but with honey, which is kind oh, of the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, I, it actually works. I have never works. heard that before. Yeah, yeah I hear it works. I don't it's know why. something about whatever that piece in the top of the mouth is mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, the hip bones connected to the knee bone kind of thing and whatever goes up there and so think about the sweet that does something and yeah. it makes you stop instantly. Because hiccups aren't really understood right. that well anyway. Right. It also kind of works if you got brain freeze, stick your tongue up to the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. That helps too. I've never had brain freeze. I don't get brain really? freeze. I get it in my throat. Really? I get it. Yeah, I get it in my chest. Yeah, I get it all right here. Oh man. I hate it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling I it right now. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Really? It's very awkward to feel... I can't even explain it. It hurts. Yeah. It's like, it's like, have you ever had bronchitis so hard that like your chest cavity hurts really bad when you cough? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it feels like. I have like asthma, like an so it feels like there's an elephant on your chest. Yeah. Yeah. But like the inside hurts. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what That's it feels what like. brain freeze? Freeze? 
Brent, Brent, it's in your chest. It for is. me, it's just like the top of my, like the roof of my mouth, and like a little bit the back of my throat hurts. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's but, called chest freeze for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm yep. going, how, how is that? Donna went off and we were still playing music. Um, but this is interesting because it is one of those things that unites us, whether we're gay or ally. As, that's true. The brain freeze and the hiccup. There are a lot of, yes. Uh, Speaking of brain freeze, I'm getting eye freeze. Griffin, would you mind plugging in those little lights and turning off the main ones? So that I don't... Uh, and just watch the superhero there. Like do the reverse super- of fall asleep, whatever that would be. Oh, it's so much better. Thank there you, you go. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. You go. We have some the atmosphere is some much funky better. mood lighting, right? Yes. <laughs> the <Yes>. ambiance. Ambiance <laughs> for the for the viewers or for the listeners. There you who go. Are not viewing. Yes, there you go. It's very viewing with your ears. It's very aesthetic. Yes, it is. We yes. also got new chairs. It's all aesthetic. Yeah, feng shui. Feng shui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, brother D, for um, <laughs> arranging for G Town Radio to have new chairs. Yes. So today's nine nineteen nineteen. And I was trying to bring up a way to share this post that I saw. It was a PSA for school safety awareness um, for Sandy Hook, because I was going to use it as part of the newsworthy or not, but you kind of can't really do that and then have people watching it. So, Although, um, I mean, I feel like the, well, the visuals were half of it, but if someone were to just be listening to it, it would still be pretty jarring. Yeah. I, yeah. It's... It might because be of something... the background noises, right? Right. Well, yeah. well, it also is that sort of thing where it might be, I, I don't know, it might be even more, even scarier to listen to. It's like, have so in a, a creative writing class, we like listened to the first couple minutes of Jaws, mm-hmm. and then we watched the first couple minutes hmm. silent. Okay. Um, and then we watched it all together. Right. And by far, the most disturbing one was just listening to the audio. Wow. I, th- I think that's because um, if you're if you don't have a visual image, your brain will naturally fill one in. Right. And if for something like this, I'm sure it would fill in children that you know. Or it would fill the voices would sound familiar to you. your brain would start to make things because like like how um, like you can't you can't make up faces like when you dream you can never brains cannot create faces so any face that you see in a dream is actually someone you've seen in real life even if it's just like passing huh. on the street so i feel like that would be the same thing i feel like if this you this is why freddy krueger and the boogeyman exist okay yeah okay, so sidebar, sidebar, <laughs> yeah. Okay, i could do a whole episode on the nightmares i have i could probably write like blockbuster movies out of the nightmares i have they're crazy weird huh. wow yeah, yeah we should <laughs> Yeah, um, I am afraid of the boogeyman. So we do have to give you a trigger, an activation alert that if you've seen this, like I saw the headlines on Facebook mm-hmm. and didn't watch it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you said you saw it. Kat, did you see it also? Uh, yeah. You saw it before? Yeah. Yes. Um, and I was just like, I don't want to watch that. Um, but here's the thing. When I watched it before I came to the studio, I was multitasking. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I hit play. And when, it, when you hit things on the internet and hit play, you get that commercial. It was halfway through before I looked down and saw, wait a minute, I, th- I think this might be it. Because right. I'm hearing the kids going, yeah. I see the kid in the lock, and I'm going, ah, it's September, it's back to school. I'm thinking it's going to end any second, and I'm not right. paying attention to the background noises. Right. So you know, this is Philadelphia. I do live in a neighborhood where sometimes there's like, you know, 
gunfire. There's firecrackers. So yeah, gunshot or uh, fireworks. That's a that's a game we you, played in West Philly. Yeah. Right. So for anyone who doesn't want to watch it, it starts out like a back to school commercial, and gradually becomes. It's very obvious that it turns into a school shooting halfway through this. Right. No in, one gets infomer- hurt. Infomercial style. Or, right. Yeah, no one gets hurt right. no on one gets camera. Hurt. Right, on camera. So right, there's, but, there's a kid that was wounded in the leg. You can see the, right. the yes. kid bandaging them yes. up. It's, yes. it's, it's, it is, it's disturbing without being at least visually graphic. Right. Yeah, it's very jarring. I would not watch it right. at work. I would not watch it if you are in the middle of something important because yeah, it will and probably if you have any kind of distract history you completely. with trauma right. with someone getting shot or hurt in your family, just beware. Um, yeah. But it is initially, very impactful, though. Yeah. Well, initially, I heard, the, I saw the kid in the book, well, okay, you know, it's going to end in hopefully a minute or 30 seconds, and he has the book back. This really helped me. And then someone says, the sweatshirt. And if you look and you're seeing what they're doing with these things, the kid talks about the skateboard. And then, you know, it was this right. The, gift. So the, the items that they're talking about as if it is an, you know, a back to school ad, they start using to survive this shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think one of the um, parts that hits home is that the kids don't, besides a couple of them who are clearly showing fear, they don't seem, they seem like this is a routine thing. They, they, they're acting right. as if that this is like, just it. another day right they're like they're breaking out the windows they're right. they're doing stuff like that and they're doing it in such a way that's just like oh look this is also good for breaking out windows and like right, right. i feel like that's a message in itself that these kids are, are acting like this is something that they've prepared for a million times right because they have <laughs> yeah that's scary i also read something today and i'm trying to find out but it was you know how we before we travel abroad from america to other countries um, we need to check with our government website to make sure that it's a safe, safe place to travel to and to find right. out what's going on. There are now warnings against people coming to America, right, from to the several, USA, several countries, from yeah. other countries. Um, countries tell citizens to avoid the USA over shooting concerns. That doesn't surprise me. I actually see that a lot on um, a lot of social media websites that I have. There are like people reblogging things that like people from the UK are posting. There was someone who were blogged something, uh, someone was making fun of Canadians and yeah. the Canadian woman who were blogged it was like, so, you know, half of our country doesn't want to go to your country because everyone's getting shot. So I don't think you can talk Canada down that much. Yeah. I mean, when you think Canada. about it, so this yeah. PSA kind of goes with this where, wait a minute, it's us that are worried about going to other places. Right. But to have people put us on a watch list um, with warnings about coming to coming to America, I mean, that's right. just, that yeah. just blows my mind. And I feel like we're also distracted by Trump that like oh people goodness. aren't paying yeah. attention that this is something that's happening and this is something that's like we should really be concerned about it. Yeah, yeah. We're, that's not something people should take lightly. We're not well right now. No, in many mm-hmm. regards. Yeah, it's going to take a lot to get over that. I mean, that with the members of the clergy, um, the shooting that happened the other week, where it was just like, yeah, take it into your own hands when they killed the the shooting in Texas, I think, or El Paso, right? Oh, you when, mean the one time that that yeah, quote unquote worked? Yeah. Um, but whether it's shooting or hurting LGBT community or just anyone that's not like you, 
Right. Um, my favorite ad is, and I shared it on Facebook today, it's like a bunch of different dogs, all these different breeds, and it says, oh, bigotry does not make any sense because we're all the same animal. Mm-hmm. And it just really hits home. You have all these different types of dogs, and it's like, yeah, like that's weird. I mean, so what's what's interesting about that to me is that so with dog breeds, dog breeds are listed as like, you know, subspecies, you know, where it's, so there's, so there's species and then there's, you know, subspecies are, there's, there are, there are differences, but they can still interbreed. Right. But they're, you know, but humans are not, there are no human subspecies, at least that are still. Right. Alive. Right. You know. Right. The, it's, it's completely a, an arbitrary you know, ideas of, you know, race or of, you know, just ways of classifying people are, are completely, um, just social behaviors that we've done to ourselves. It's not anything grounded in science. Yeah. That different species like African-Americans, you know, their brains don't work or they don't do, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, it's crazy to think that, this is how we're treating each other in 2019. Yeah. I mean, we've made such progress. And... and what I don't get is people that, um, so I used to be one of the people that was like, there, there's a lot of people that say things like, um, I'm colorblind and there's no difference between races, well-meaning. Mm-hmm. But that isn't true because different races have different cultures mm-hmm. in like a good way. People mm-hmm. have differences in a good way. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if people that say, you know, you should be colorblind are saying that like having a difference in culture is a bad thing. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Like um, ignoring, like, cause then like, what is the default? If you say you're colorblind and everyone's the same, what default are you thinking of? Are you thinking of your own default culture in ways? Or are you thinking about everyone else's culture in different ways? Well, I, go ahead. Oh, I was just, so color, colorblindness also shunts all of the, um, allows people to pretend that racism doesn't exist. Right. So, so any, any, you know, quote failures, you know, of, of an individual are, are, are put on the individual because it's, Oh, well, you know, we're, or at least a couple years ago, we were declaring a post-racial society. Right. It wasn't that long ago. And I'm saying, and I'm, when I'm saying this, I'm saying this, I'm talking about white people saying this. I'm not right. a person of color. I can't delegate what right. people of color should say. I'm talking about white people that are like, you know, I'm colorblind. There's no differences. As a, that's ignoring other people's cultures, I feel like. And B, that's, again, erasing the fact that, like, I guess the problem I have is that, is that people, a lot, of, a lot of people that I know that say that are, like, what do you call it, passively racist. Mm-hmm. Right. But they'll say things and they'll and they'll it's imply a, things that yeah, it's like a subconscious so, screen, I think. Um a lot of the time. I am sixty two. I am a feminist. I've had more sexism than I've had racism. Um, I don't see color. I was raised in a mixed neighborhood. I mm-hmm. went to a mixed school. I was bused to another school. Um my family, I'm the number six of seven kids. My older sisters are seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen years older. So they went through a different era. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents tried to protect me, so I didn't know about slavery. Um, I found out about slavery in third grade. It was just like, turn the page. It was like, oh my God, it was a tree. And it was a little black boy up in the tree. 
with the monkey and it was just like you know they're the same and i remember taking it home to my parents going oh my god look at this look at these horrible people look look what's going on and they're like that's you um and i remember going to school the next day and you know you had to stand up beside your desk and hold your partner's hand and walk two, you know two by two and i remember looking at the girl's hand you know our hands were different colors on the outside but on the inside they were the, it was the same so we just went outside the recess and it was, it was kind of over Wow. But I've been through horrific, horrific violence as a domestic violence survivor. Mm-hmm. And where my family did not step in, um, the kind acts of strangers stepped in. And when you are at that low point in your life, um, Women Against Abuse got me to Texas in 1979, literally fleeing for my life. They got me to another place. Another the, like the organization? Six, yeah, Women Against Abuse, 17, uh, was 17, 18, 1,600 miles away. So at that point, when someone reaches down to help you, you don't stop to look and see whether they are black, white, oh. purple, none of that stuff. It's, right. You know that it's a stranger, but the contrast is that they're doing stuff that your family didn't do. Right. So... Um, being a PTSD survivor who is still in therapy almost 40 years later, I look at people from the inside. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I'm not hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. Very hypervigilant, but I'm working on that in therapy. Hypervigilant means that, and what my therapists have told me over years is that I still use the tools that I needed back then to survive and stay alive. Um, mm-hmm. And I've not put them, I don't know how to turn them off. My therapist has said the same thing. Yeah, actually, it's very exhausting too. But like being hypervigilant takes so much mental and physical energy, right? Because you are constantly on guard, right? Right, constantly. But when I and when I this is a good way to be. I want. I wish. I wish that everyone could be colorblind in that way, where there wasn't any prejudice. But when I when I hear people saying that they're colorblind, it's usually because someone called them out for appropriating something right. that wasn't in their culture. They'll right. just like, well, it's color, like I'm colorblind. Like it doesn't matter. Well, and they'll be ignoring like the feelings of the people who are like, well, you right. can't, you which, shouldn't do right, this. Which is different or what I hear. And it just makes me go, Oh my God, please don't say the line. Even if it's true, even if your best friend is white or your, best Oh my friend God, is black, do not use that sentence because yep. you automatically sound like a jerk. Right. You automatically sound like, like just don't say it. Find another way to say it. Okay, find another way to say it. But yeah, that's just um, so my grandson um, is biracial and um, he went to the playground. He's three, three and a half, the top of the year. And he went somewhere and someone said something. Um, And he's like, what do you mean my dad's not black? You don't know your colors. My dad's brown. Um, Because whoever the kid was, all they, you know, we call each other black and white. And he was just like, He's brown. I'm white. And his dad said, dude, you are not white. Your mom is white, but you're not. You were something else. Um, but it was just an interesting conversation you yeah. know, for him, too. And he's learning his color. So he's just like, that's not black. That's brown, dude. And your story when, about when you were a kid that really makes me think we were talking about this can apply to the whole gender conforming thing. And mm-hmm. I think race, too. I feel it's like so obvious that if we didn't teach kids like that it wouldn't matter now because of all the history of of slavery and of racism and homophobia. But like if none of this had ever happened and we had all 
never taught our children, like taught our children to be racist or that there were differences between us. I think, like you said, since you weren't taught that slavery was a thing, no one would have even thought of it. Like no one would have even, no one would have even considered like, I just want to go back and figure out who did it. Right. Like who was the first person to look at someone and be like, that person is a is a different color, so right. I'm gonna start the enslavement of their whole race. I don't right. understand. Like, obviously, that didn't start from birth. Right. That couldn't have. Children are not born racist. Children are not born homophobic. Right. They're not born. They're not born. Yeah. They don't no care. Evil people. Um, they don't care. They'll play with anyone. Right. Like, if you've ever seen a child that is um raised in a gender non-conforming household, like a mom and a dad that just like you wear whatever you want, you yeah. can wear whatever you want, you can do whatever you want, like looks wise. Like those are some of the most well-adjusted kids and the nicest kids I have ever met in my life. My grandson has a pig skateboard. Yeah. When I went up there a, week, a couple of weeks Aww. ago, he had, and he's like, look, grandmother, my sneakers light up. They were the <laughs> pinkest, hideousest things I've ever seen, but they were in the thrift store <laughs> and he was just happy. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. um, That's all that should matter. Yeah. I mean, he, he, there was a picture of him on social media twirling. Because he saw some ballet and they were in the thrift store and it's like, I want one of those so I can twirl. It's the whole ballet one piece with the tutu and stuff. <laughs> um, and he, I have videos of him just twirling away, getting dizzy and twirling away and put that boy in dancing school. I, I realized some time ago that I was a very dramatic child <laughs> and that I <laughs> perhaps should have realized earlier <laughs> And uh, I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent like, uh, you know, some of the people around me. Um, it, so if if you like look at like pictures of me from like me as me as like a toddler uh-huh. up until like probably ten or eleven, every single picture I'm like tilting my head in like this like sort of you know <laughs> like. I do that as well. I say sassy. It's, That's like a yeah. very sassy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I do that as well. I would love to get. I would love to get all of our previous like caretakers or whoever we're connected to in that way. The newest is kids in here to tell kids stories. Because one of my favorite things is meeting someone's parents or whoever took care of them in an amicable way. Right. And telling them about what they were like as kids. Because like it's just it's so funny when you know someone's an adult and right. and their mom's like. Like my, my mom will tell anybody when they meet me, you just, she just screamed. She screamed all the time. She screamed when she was happy. She screamed when she was mad. She would just scream for no reason. I was a crier. Oh. I would literally do nothing and just cry. Oh. Oh my God. I looked at pictures from, you know, at funerals, weddings, you look at pictures. And I remember looking and all of my siblings were there. And I remember looking and all of a sudden I said, I've lined all of these photographs of me as a child. And I'm going, Every pat pat picture I'd look at of me, my hair's not done. No one was doing my hair for like ten years. Okay, you guys all had your hair done, hair done. I had a hat on, but no one did my hair. What was that about? Like I don't understand that. I used to get in trouble a lot when I was a kid because I had really fine hair. I don't know how it turned out to be like this, but mm-hmm. I had super fine. Like you rubbed your hand in a balloon, all my hair would come up. Like, mm-hmm. it was super fine. Yeah, it was the same And it way, would just yeah. get tangled, and, like, I would never brush it. My dad would always be like, you need to look presentable. And I'd come around, and i have, like, a rat's <laughs> nest on top of my head, and I'd be like, why? And there'd be dirt in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, yeah, and that's another thing, is I I, I had long hair. I mean, it was, I mean, it was probably because, like, you know, 
my parents my parents are kind of like hippies and stuff so i was like i was like a you know hippie kid with longer hair Mm -hmm. i just i mean it's it's still my thing like (laughs) i I look all right with my hair shorter but i've always preferred it longer i i can i can kind of get the hippie vibe you can get the hippie vibe right Back I see. Free. I hear hippie vibe, hippie vibe, and I just hear someone that's gentle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's definitely my generation. Um, so we've chatted away. Um, we Griffin is actually going to do um, our "Why Pronouns Matter" segment. This is our "Get to Know Your Co-host" segment. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's it's the get to know the co-host and yes. Um, so. just kind of chatting about kind of what's happening with the world. It's just way too much violence, you know? Sometimes you yeah. just got to connect because everything's too too bleak. Oh, it is. Too bleak. It is. Um, the when I'm getting ending. ready for the newsworthy or not, I have to read so many headlines, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to so go home and get some ice cream tonight. I'm still going to get some ice cream. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry, Griffin, what do you have for us for our okay, pronouns so why, why pronouns matter? So for this segment of why pronouns matter, I have brought a chart of, um, of pronouns, but focusing on gender-neutral pronouns. Um, and so I wanted to sort of list some of the so uh, so they is by far the most they them is by far the most common one which got accepted into the dictionary yes yes recently i heard that uh, yeah. i think it was marion webster oh my favorite one of my favorite see my friend haniel repost it and he was like now you don't have an excuse yes <laughs> right it yeah, is in, it's the in the dictionary yeah. yes it's like yes um but Throughout, you know, throughout the decades, there have been um, proposed gender-neutral pronouns that were created um, instead of using they/them. So, one specifically for an individual, um, so that there's, so that I guess, so that people can, so that people don't have the excuse of being like, "Oh, well, I don't know who you're talking about. Are you talking about one person? Are you talking about many people?" So right. there were there were a lot that were proposed. I love that that's them. what people like the logic people latch on to. Well, I can't say this because it doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, we've created an entire shorthand in our society, but oh, everyone had yes. no trouble understanding yes. all of the shorthand that we've made. Like, I don't so, know. So, so we've got the ones that we use mostly every day. Um, she, her, hers, and herself. He, him. His and himself, um, and they, them, theirs, and themselves. Um, but we also have so, and th- this is the start of the ones that were created. So the first one is Z, Zim, Zir, or Zirs, and Zir self. So with, that's with a Z I or a Z E. Yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now um, Z E. I'm sorry. Can, so, what are the? Did they all start with Z? Correct. In this one, yes, they all start okay. with Z. And then, what do they mean? They're, this, they're, this is where we need a chalkboard. They're a they're a gender neutral proposed gender neutral. Ah. So okay. So that's one example. The the I think the most common one is the next one, which is also Z. But the next one is he, Z here, H-I-R, 
mm. and then hears and then hears self. I see. So they, they kind of took um, the traditional one and switched a word. So it. Right. Um, that's that's the most common common one that I've seen. It's it's still not very it's still not very common. But yeah, I've seen it a couple times though. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's occasionally you'll you'll find um, things of it. I think it's I think it's neat. Um, I I haven't I haven't met anyone that that goes by them. I I would need a little time adjusting to it. But I think but I I'd be happy to have the opportunity to use those because I think they're very cool. Um. Well, there's a question that says, is Z a word in Scrabble? That's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't know. It says, so news that the gender-neutral pronoun Z will be included in the game's official dictionary. Um, Well, yes, if it's in the dictionary of the game, I would say, yeah. yeah, (laughs) That's better than a dictionary if it's on Scrabble. (laughs) Um, It says the game, the board game is moving with with the times to include a handful of words from social media. Um, but yeah, that's pretty good. I also occasionally play Dungeons and Dragons with a, uh, with a person whose character uses Z here pronouns. I'm like, Oh, okay. It's a good, good opportunity to practice that. I, I, yeah, I think, I think my, my friend on Facebook, the one that, um, calls themselves that, that I first heard the term NB. Mm. I think they use those pronouns. Oh, okay. Like one of the cutest people I've ever met. They're like, huh. um, if you're listening, I love you, M. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's two sets left on this chart. There's, and then this one is A, M, Air, Airs, and, oh, no, sorry, Ear, Ears, and Earself. And how are you spelling that? So A is E Y, M is E M, ear is E I R, and then ears, and then ear self. Oh my gosh, there are English teachers that are going crazy right now. I'm sorry, that was just my little sidebar. <laughs> the um, last one's the last one's my favorite. And honestly what I would go by if I was confident in that I wouldn't have to explain it to a bunch of people. Um so this one is per, pers, and per self, and I love that one. It's spelled P E R, so uh-huh. like like person. Uh huh. But it's oh. like, I mean, I really like it because it's cats, and I'm a cat person. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, I was made me think of cats. I think huh. it's a, I think it's adorable. I would love That's to use cute. those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to use those if I, <laughs> if we lived if we lived in an ideal world. <laughs> You know, if someone's being ignorant, you can just say, you know. Right. You can just, of course, that shouldn't discourage anyone from using this. Right. Ones, but, but if, if I, they're being ignorant about it and right. you don't care about their opinion, you can just say that you're right. a cat. And I'm sure that they're going to leave you alone because people don't know how to <laughs> deal with that at all. <laughs> so does Grammarly support this also? I I don't know. I, I So I have the I have the feeling that a lot of that. So these may have been proposed by like feminist groups or LGBT groups. Um, so probably not, um, gotten, I, I don't, I don't know how much acceptance they've gotten outside of, um, feminist or LGBT groups. Huh. What's okay. Grammarly? Grammarly is, um, she was in academia and you pretty much put it in there and it will. Oh God. Um, oh yeah. 
It will tell you every... You know how word gives you grammar and language? Mm-hmm. It's when like you do spell, a spell check, check, but constant. Um, but Grammarly, it's aggressive. So normally, if I have to grade a paper, I'll just run it through Grammarly, and it tells them everything they did wrong. It gives them suggestions. Oh, my God. Where Word, Microsoft Word will give you a broad scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So it actually helps improve your writing. It gives you a broader scheme of things where Word might say, you know, a passive sentence is the dog versus, you know, the person. And But it's it's kind of yeah. out here. And if you're tired or, you know, you've been up studying for a while, you're going, what? What? I'll, I'll see a lot of people in tutoring that um, have used Grammarly on their papers. And it's it's pretty hit or miss. Yeah, I mean, so you, you still have to use common sense with most things. Yeah. But I think that it does a great job of helping people understand what they did wrong. Hopefully. Where so Microsoft it, Word gives so it you... it tells them their mistake? It like tells them the like mistake. why they're wrong. Right, and it, it, it will tell you what's right and what it should be and why, where to me, Microsoft Word gives you the rule. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? It gives you a okay. rule of you don't you know it's i before e or whatever i would do that's not helping right here why is this wrong you know so it's supposed to to help you um grow but like anything you still have to use common sense right um yeah i, d- I don't know i i well there's Scrabble always a, there's it. always a technology gap right yeah so english changes very fast this is why I'm a numbers girl. This is why I'm an accountant. This is exactly why. Right. Because is anyone, is anyone else getting like side note? Is anyone else getting a enormous amount of spam calls? No. Yes, I get them all day, every day. Huh. Um, I used to a couple months crazy. ago, and yeah, then they so all kind I, of yeah. stopped suddenly. Do you think it's trying to get our information, or do you think that they're just like? I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. I what the think point it's could be. just it's just out there. It's just a part of having. Right. Um, it you used can, to yes. be. It used to be. You can just say I'm on the do not call list, and they hang up. And now they don't give a crap. Yeah. Right. Fun That's fact true. too. Um, I used to work in a place like that. Mm-hmm. Place that I worked at. If you did not say the words, please put me on the do not call list. If you said any variation of those words, they would not have to put you on the do not call list. If you said put me. On the, on the DNC list, list right. don't or put me on the don't call list, don't call me again, and we'd have to oh, bug well. them. Oh well, see, ridiculous. They would um, make us bug them. They would like make us put them back. They on don't want to call me. See, they call me, and then the other part of Renee, you know, the traumatized one comes out, um, and she says very choice words, <laughs> um, with you know a little bit That's of bass option, in my voice, and, and they don't. They hang up. Right. They hang up. I had, oh my God, I had a big, this is totally, totally left field. We'll get back on it. I had my first, what's that call you get with a guy? It's like a, um, um, God, compared to what's happening these days, that same smile. When you get the call, um, by a guy, and I guess he's trying to jerk off or something. Well, there's what? The, oh, what? The, the, oh, no. Yeah. What are they called? Wait, 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 back you, up. You haven't heard this in a long time. Like, what? I've never gotten one of those calls. Am I allowed to say? I'm glad. Well, what is it? It's the, the sex calls. Yes. Yes. Yes, from somebody I remember that or whatever. from my childhood. Yes. You, you, the numbers people you call, call you for that. No, but this yeah. was someone calling you. It's like they're calling you and they're hoping a woman answers the phone and then they say stuff. 
No, I've never had that happen. Yeah, it's not happened. I'm probably really lucky that it doesn't happen. This is long before. This is long before cell phones. I'm dating myself, and I remember it was a really long day. Well, that was was phone books, so I feel like you could look up a woman's name. (laughs) Yeah, and then she says hello, and then he says something kind of like flashing, like someone would flash you, like a flash. Oh my god! And I remember saying it was like a really long day. I pretty much came in and ran the bathtub before I even took my purse off my arm. I was just sitting there, the candles, and I'm just chilling, and the phone rings, and the guy said something disgusting, and I'm like, what? Oh, my God, is this an obscene phone call? Oh, my God. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, talk, doctor. Talk to me. I had a really bad day. I would have a really good time, like, reaming somebody out for that. (laughs) I said, yeah, just, come on. What's up? Come on. I would break that man. And (laughs) he didn't say anything. He hung up. I tried to do Star 69. That's weird. Oh, okay. It it was called an obscene phone call. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is a really really bad day. Really... Talk dirty to me. Come on. Come on. Let's see what you That's got. That's interesting. So so it's obviously... So what that means, right, mm-hmm. is it was obviously because they they wanted to disturb someone. Right. right. No, no. That's actually... That's happened to me and a couple of friends in real life. It's called an obscene phone call. That's what we're, it's called. Yeah. No. We, well, we, this happened to a couple of me and my friends in real life where we've had a guy come up to us and say really hor Like, I used to get catcalled in Harrisburg all the time. Yeah. I don't know what it was about right. Harrisburg. All the time. Kentucky. You could Kentucky. not walk down the street without getting harassed in Harrisburg. And it's like, they'd say something and, and then I would, I would, I'd be in a mood. So I would be like, you know, yeah, that's, that's so great. But, and I would like just pretend to go at them full force or I'd pull like, pull some crazy stuff on them be like, right. oh, I'm really looking to have a baby. or i would feign interest and it is true is like if they're not making these type of people aren't making you uncomfortable right and they aren't having that kind of it's a power thing right power right like a lot of sexual assault is about power and if they're not having any kind of power over you they don't want it they don't want it same thing with domestic violence is about power and control now i'm not advocating don't go out there and like yeah we're not advocating any of that oh um our police car just went by. We were like, after oh, we heard squealing tires. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. We'll go out in welcome groups. to Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Welcome to Philly. Welcome to America. Yeah, well, true. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't send we can't. We can't here. pretend it's just Philly anymore. <laughs> I actually have a friend from Canada that won't visit me right now. Wow, he, he will not come to the U.S. He's like, not... I'll come when it, when it's over, and I was like, I don't know when that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably Vote all be dust like, by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thinking of voting 2020, Kat, do you have some political cues for us? I do, and it is all about the debates. So the fourth debate is approaching. It'll be Tuesday, October 15th. We still have 11 candidates left to debate. The point where they were wait, there wait, wait, when wait. we started. It was no, a no, lot. No, no, I, Wait, we, I thought we still had 20, but N- just 11 n- are qualified. A couple got debates. knocked out now for the fourth oh, round really? of the debates. They got okay. knocked out because they upped... They upped the requirements for like okay. rank, I think, and like amount of funding to try to narrow it down because right. there's such a wide pool. Yeah. But we still have eleven, wow. and 11 it's the fourth debate, crazy. Yeah. and they're gonna probably split it up into two days again. Um, but something oh, I wanted good. to talk about specifically was the newest person who's going to make a debut. Now he, from what I understand, had skipped the first three debates, and he sounds like he bought his way into the. The, the fourth round of debates. Who? He is a billionaire activist, Tom Steyer. Oh. And it said he was making his debut. Now, 
very, I've heard very little about him. Um, so I have mixed feelings. I don't like the idea of someone buying their way into the debate. What? 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 Buying themselves into the debate? Yeah, because he wasn't in the first couple, and he is oh. now going to be in the fourth one because he's a billionaire. <laughs> um, while I don't well, trust so billionaires, is, so is Bloomberg. I know, but I don't think he's in either. But while I don't trust billionaires really or hedge fund uh, managers, which he is. I did a little digging on him in general, and I did find that he appears to be a philanthropist. He appears to be an environmental activist. Um, well, one of his managers. Billionaires do. Mm, not quite, but um, I was looking back, and it looks like in 2010, him and his wife pledged half of their fortune to charity during their entire lifetime. So while they're alive, they will be donating half of their. Which you know they'll still have a lot, but that's still that's still something to be at least mildly noting of. And apparently, um, when Obama was trying to decide on the Keystone Pipeline, and he was opposed mm-hmm. to it, I guess he held a fundraiser for it with Obama or at at, at the White House, and uh, he he pretty much like publicly scolded Obama for not being stronger stance wise about. Right. Uh, rejecting the pipeline and i don't know if this is true i have to do more research on it but one of the things i found was apparently one of his um one of this guy's i don't know you call it campaign managers or managers or or whatever he was doing at that point had to talk him down because a couple of people had suggested he was going to uh, chain himself to the white house gates until the pipeline okay didn't uh uh, get built which i thought nothing to see here pretty funny nothing to see here what's his name this His is, name is uh, Tom Steyer. And he just came, he just, he's new? That's what it, that's what it seems like. That's oh. what I was finding. Oh. I think he's been running, but hasn't qualified. Well, he wasn't, he in, in January this year, he said he wasn't running. It was a very recent um, oh. development, apparently, that he decided to. I'm not sure if it's because, I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know his intentions, but. Is he qualified to be president? Like, does he, did he go to college? He, does he have education? Did he just kind of. He, he, I mean, he like, has started a quite a few projects. Have you ever heard of Next Gen? That sounds vaguely familiar. A lot of people in the medical industry know it because it is a uh, software that we use for mm-hmm. healthcare management and okay. health files, EMRs and stuff like that. Huh. But it's also actually a huge company that apparently does a lot of things for the medical community and a couple other different types of community. I didn't realize it was so big. Um, and he also supported the greenhouse gas reduction bill that was proposed. He supported Proposition 39. He's been a proponent for ending global warming. He's not for healthcare for all, but he is for healthcare reform, which, you know, at this yeah. point, he does support bans on assault rifles which is something that I know was a topic of the debates. I don't know if it was enough of a topic because, like I said before, my opinion is that uh, it was too much of a free-for-all and people were just being baited to fight. It was less right. of a debate, that's, more like a game show this year. Right. That's, uh, that's something I've seen is um, people are arguing that they should be called performances and not debates because right. debates are like a, a structured and... Um, very it's a it's a very like scholarly sort of thing whereas these are right. very theatrical they're they're very theatrical and um he apparently supports something what he calls five rights for all americans and those rights would uh entail voting rights protection not just voting rights but voting rights protection 
clean environment, complete education, living wage, and good health. And that's what every American should have. Now, again, uh, this is the word of a billionaire who also apparently says he's in favor of raising uh, personal taxes for the wealthy. He also reportedly... Is he going to reduce taxes for the not wealthy? I don't know that, but I know that he's in favor of increasing the taxes for extremely wealthy people because he he made a comment about how he made a comment about how the the profits of the wealthy are squeezing the working class because it's just oh not really? helping yeah. and apparently i have to again i have to verify this a little bit with a little bit more research but i i came across something that said that uh he apparently drives a a beat up audi and tries not to spend money on lots of extra luxury things. So at a glance... I want to see how he's living, though. Right, right. His house, his everything. And yeah. I... I'm sorry, the, the planes? I'm sorry, the jets? Is he right. commercial? I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. These are all things you got to take at face value. This is what uh, some superficial digging came up with. Now, we do have the other 11 candidates. The ones that are left are Biden, Booker, Buttigieg, Castro, Harris... Club, <laughs> Club Yes, thank you. So, I think. Uh, O'Rourke, Sanders, Warren, Yang, and and Steyer. Okay. So those are the ones that are left. Um, I heard today that Biden is one percent away from being topped by Warren. Wow. And Bernie topped by, topped by Warren. Warren. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth yeah, yeah. Warren and Bernie is in third behind them. Huh. Hmm. Okay. I forget. Oh, oh, Buttigieg is actually fourth. Currently, okay, that's that's different. It it was Kamala Harris not a bit not too long ago. Yeah, I'm not sure I mean, what's going so on with really Harris. Early. It is really early, and there's still 11 candidates. Someone, uh, someone brought up when I was doing my reading. I liked this term of the issue of it being a wide and narrow pool of candidates, meaning like we are being spread out so thin with so many candidates that people are having a hard time clearly understanding what each one stands for Mm -hmm. because there's just so much muddlement there's so many different people that kind of have a stance on this and this one's kind of similar to this one some people just getting their name out there so they can go do something else right 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 right. it's really i think we need to focus on the bigger picture and that's 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 gonna be an issue uh come next november if we don't get this down farther because people Mm -hmm. are not going to know who they're voting for they're not they're not they don't have enough time to delve into the specifics of each candidate because we're all talking about this giant pool of candidates and all the multi different things they all kind of stand for it it is i mean so my my perspective on this just need you on the mic a little bit my so my perspective on this is that it is it is kind of a good thing like you know if so if you know progressives right we need to work we need to work together and like you know if we want to get to where we need to be we got to copy off each other's homework a little bit um, oh, I like that expression. Yeah, so, somebody somebody suggested having a power uh, a power a power elect of taking like the strongest ones and like making them one campaign, which would probably never happen, but it would be awesome. That would be bizarre. And and we're, we're gonna, we're awesome. gonna like, like, leave it right like a there. committee president. A yeah, committee president. We're That'd gonna be leave awesome it at committee president because we are almost out of time. <laughs> okay, we're almost out of time. But yeah, there's way too much. So the next debate is next. Uh, not next Tuesday, but it's Tuesday, October 14th, I believe. Wow, I can't believe it's almost October. That's like crazy. 15th, 15th, October. Yeah. 15th. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. It's it's almost it's almost October. I know it's only a little over halfway. September. Yeah, it was just summer a minute ago. Uh, the sun sets at seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can um, wear pants today. <laughs> it's happening so fast. And we have a little gas cube. Get answers to straight questions. We're going to go through that really quick. Um, I don't under. You ready for it? Are you ready for the gas cube? Yes, I am. I don't understand why I can't tell a trans woman that she looks like a real, she almost looks like a real woman. Mm. That's got layers. It's got a lot of layers. Like an onion. Good layers? No, bad layers. The ones that make you cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And want to yeah. throw the onion. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. Uh, uh. They are real women. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that's layer number one. Yeah. Uh, layer number two is um, that you're not a woman unless you pass, which is, you know, so everything's on your physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, layer number three is um, it's not a true compliment. Like, just, just say if you, you know, if you need to, or if you feel like you should compliment them say you look pretty yeah there yeah, you go i don't know why that's so hard just yeah. just compliment t- compliment trans people like you'd compliment anyone else people please so we have a cat in the fox what do you guys think i feel like i'm not so sure how i feel i just isn't that the point they are real women so yeah that's kind of defeating the purpose of everything yeah, yeah the yeah. terminology is yeah. is pretty offensive i don't know why Extremely offensive. Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't. Just it. Well, that's that's probably the same person that would tell, air quotes, a real woman. You know, you'd really be pretty if you fixed yourself up, put some makeup on. Did right. Or if you oh, smile more. Yeah. Oh, I got you an should smile more. That. Your oh, smile's God. pretty. Oh, that smile. Or when people more. say, yeah. you know, a lot of my people, my friends that are people of color, will talk about how people say to them, like, you know, you're you're super pretty for a black girl. Right. Yeah. Nothing makes me angrier than yeah. that. Oh yeah. my God! So I hate stuff the, like that. It's the equivalent. Yeah, it's the, easily the equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Stop saying you're tattoos. pretty for a. You're pretty, but your tattoos. Oh yeah, you're pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. That boring in your yeah. mouth uh-huh. or in your right. nose. Yeah. Or, or why did you dye your hair? I'm sure your hair was really pretty. Or, That's oh. actually something in the modeling world. People will look for it. What do they call it? They'll call it. Alternative. No, when they don't, they want models that don't have tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll call it. Look, a modest look or a classic look or natural looking uh-huh. girls, no tattoos. Right. And they like say it as such like a dirty, yeah. Like these women are tainted because they have tattoos. Oh my God. It makes me so crazy. Yeah. I get a lot, but you can grow your hair. Why do you cut oh, it off? Same. Like this is like for me, this is, I could corn roll this. Why don't you this live is, for me? I, yeah. yeah this is like honest. down my back. <laughs> In my eyes, it's so... My daughter was just like, why is your hair so long? I know, I've just been so busy. But it's like, yeah. And everyone is like, you know, I really like a woman with long hair. You got the wrong one, hon. Yeah, same with me. Every boyfriend's, why don't you grow your hair out? I had one that accepted yeah. the fact that I like short hair. Yeah. All right, so we have three minutes. And we're going to do some newsworthy or not. Are you ready? You got your short answers ready? Speed... <laughs> Speed round. Speed you round. Lied. That was a speed that round. was a second hiccup. The first one was actually a burp. Oh, okay. But it, I tried to uh-huh. make it oh. not a burp. I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> ha! 
The Jersey Shore, a Jersey Shore mayor criticizes LGBT curriculum in schools. The Jersey Shore, like the show? No. Well, <laughs> the the Jersey Shore. Like, excuse me. <laughs> well, you know, it's he's he's. I mean, was it was it a Republican? Town. Well, it's Jersey, so I'm just probably. Kidding. Yeah. All right. Next. Yeah. yeah. Not, not newsworthy. Next. Yeah. Um, Felicity Huffman. Are you ready for her sentence? Did you hear about her sentence? It was 14 two, days. Yeah, two weeks. Which one is she? She's the one, you know, tried to buy her kid into the... the oh, my God. No, did uh, did yes. buy her kid into Yeah. I let's, think. She wanted to level the playing field. Oh, look. What? She wanted to level the playing field. Quote, quote. <laughs> I don't have words for the, the, the feeling that I have right now. I'm just going to okay, not... So. So let's go to the eye roll, two snaps, child, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Something. Roll, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14 days. Well, that's child, please, because yeah. you are a child. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but it's worth mentioning again. Pennsylvania foster kids will attend college tuition free. Yes, 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 yes. 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 That, there's lots of, you can't be over 24, even if you aged out, even if you were adopted, but there's some rules in there. So if you are aging and you're getting there, you need to get on that and don't wait for it to happen. Um, there's a lot of stuff in there. And 56 years ago, on September the 16th, is when the four little girls from the church in Birmingham, Alabama, when they fired, when they died in that firebombing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and last week we talked about the gentleman who was one of the heroes on 9-11. And I did not have the document in front of me, so I, I apologize. His name was Mike Bingham. He was one of the heroes who stormed the cockpit door on Flight 93 in the morning of September 11, 2001. He was also a gay American. Wow. That statement, he was a gay American. I feel like wow. that's just blowing up homophobic yep. 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 patriots right. across the globe. Their, their heads are blowing up right now. Yeah, it says while most Americans don't want to admit that a gay man could exhibit, exhibit such a baby, bravery. Most? I'm... Um, Smack he will writer. forever be a hero <laughs> within the gay community. Yeah, he was a gay American. He's a hero. Period. Uh, uh, yeah, that would. I think it would be more newsworthy if a lot of Americans didn't have their ears shut. Right. Yeah. Right. And you can just take the gay out. He was an American. Yeah. How can you deny? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, there's still no sign of the five-year-old girl who vanished from a New Jersey park. What's still an Amber Alert. Signs are everywhere. Is she? Is she the little? Um, what was her last name? I think she was Latino or something. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yes. seeing that. All they have is a red van. There's you know no what? No. Nothing. They right. didn't put out an Amber Alert for her. I remember thinking that. I saw it on Facebook, and it wasn't an Amber Alert. Or maybe it came. I, I, I saw an Amber Alert at some point. Did like you? Because I didn't. Alerts. Because of my phone. Okay. I get them on my phone. Because I, I always the get them. I always get them, but I didn't get an Amber Alert for her, and I was really pissed off. Yeah, there was one. Really quick, The Bachelor franchise had a notable first during this final season of Bachelor in Paradise. Are you ready? Uh, a I proposal guess. between a same-sex couple. That's kind of cute. Cute. But I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll pass because reality TV, but it's, it's kind of cute. Um, See that? If you, that if you get into Cornell University's medical school, you now get a full scholarship and a future life insurance, me- medical education, and it gets rid of all your medical debt and right so right and they give you all the they cover your medical care for life what yeah she's like what what uh, where's 
Where's Cornell? Yeah, where's Cornell? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all gonna start <laughs> flying in <immediately. laughs> Wait, like Cornell, like the one where Cornell I'm University. from in New York? Yeah. Wow. I moved away from there. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking into <laughs> that. Guess, guess we know where where There's all no of us way are moving to. Maybe like the Cornell, like the Cornell. Yeah, where the Museum yeah. of Glasses. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah, are you gonna be a doctor? I want to. Yeah, but I'm, my mental health is stopping me from going to medical school. I cannot do it. Right, right, yeah. So here's something. And money. Um, and is anyone out there? I don't see any. No, no one's out okay. there. Okay, okay. <laughs> because we're supposed to be out of, off the air three minutes ago, so we're just going to go quick. We're the, safe. The, the, obviously, this weekend there was college game day. Are there any sports fans in the house? No. Okay. No. Passive. Co- college <laughs> game D&D, day. Yes. A young man held up a sign for Bush B- Bush Light supply needs replenish, and he puts his Vino Vimo account up there. <laughs> wow. And it's got nice handwriting. His phones are like, why is your phone beeping? First it was a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> it went up to like several thousand dollars. Oh, come on. And his mom's like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. You're going to keep one case and get to keep enough for one case, and then they donate it all to the local okay, hospital. Okay, thank God. I was yeah. like, but I'm going to be so mad if he, someone raised that much money for beer. To, he just wanted the sign to be on television. He wasn't expecting people to give. I'm glad. That's a good mom. Um, that's a good mom. Good mom. Good mom. Yeah. Good news. Claps and for good is, mom. This is from August the 7th, but just wanted to put another shout out that Big Freed is coming to the Theater of the Living Arts on October 30th. And I'm going to end with... person that looks like a queen... The Prime Minister the of way. Canada. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, he showed up, they said, in brown face. And they said it's not the same yeah. as black face. What? And what? then there were historical oh, ones okay. as well. Said, what is he dressed this up was as? The, He's dressed up as a sultan? It was Arabian Night or something. Yeah, so this was in the yearbook. And he said he didn't, cool. he didn't think, I love when people, I didn't think it was anything the matter with it at the time. He admitted to a past one. Yes. Um, I, was only, I was only racist for like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, very that's loud, our cue for us to say <laughs> we're out of here. We're right. going to end on Good that. Um, um, and if you know someone, uh, you know, is thinking of suicide, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or text talk to crisis text line at 741741 and the domestic violence advocates hotline is 18667233014 and the number for the Trevor project is 8664887386 you can find our podcast on iTunes Podomatic Google Play Store TuneIn Spotify Alexa radio.com and iHeartRadio and let us know if we're not on your favorite podcast channels that's it folks we are out very good miss fox you just ran through like <laughs> We're running out of time. We got a fox and a cat saying goodnight. Goodnight. Ah. And a griffin. Yeah. Goodnight. And a griffin, <laughs> yes. Say, ah. Yes, yes. And the doctor. And we all got along just fine. Bye, y'all. You're listening to 92.9 FM WGGT LP, Philadelphia.